0: Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist, and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 114, learning to deal with procrastination. We have all put off a task at some point. Do you ever wonder why we procrastinate? Some people view procrastination as laziness or a lack of willpower, but in fact there could be another reason. In psychology, it is believed that people who procrastinate have a faulty sense of time. In other words, they believe they have more time to complete the task than they really do. Other research points to the fact procrastination could be a way of managing distress. Tasks are viewed as boring, unpleasant, etc. So therefore, they are put off until later. Procrastination may also become a long-term debilitating and chronic mental health issue. It is very treatable, so please reach out. Procrastination has been linked to increased stress, health problems, poor performance, sleep issues, self esteem issues, guilt, shame, depression, anxiety, both general anxiety and social anxiety, and an increase in negative thinking, plus so much more. There is a long list of problems one person could find themselves facing without realizing they need help. What is procrastination? Definition. The act or habit of procrastinating is a putting off or delaying something that requires attention. To a degree, procrastination can be seen as normal and can be regarded as a useful means by which we prioritize between tasks. However, for some people, they find that procrastination is a persistent and disruptive problem in their everyday life. It may be, in fact, a symptom of a psychological disorder. Chronic procrastination. Sufferers of chronic procrastination can be viewed as lazy, lacking in willpower or low ambition, but the social stigma caused may prevent them from seeking much-needed support and help from a trained therapist. Procrastination has been linked to a number of conditions such as depression, anxiety, sleep problems, low self-esteem, ADHD and stress. The negative feelings that arise may promote a vicious cycle for some, increasing their procrastination. It is therefore important for people to recognise if their procrastination has become debilitating to seek help as an underlying mental health issue may be present. Research is indicating that chronic procrastination may be a physiological route in the prefrontal cortex. This area of the brain is responsible for executive function such as impulse control, attention and planning. This would tie into the lack of such functions in chronic procrastinators. The prefrontal cortex also acts as a filter, so damage or low activation in this area of the brain could result in the person not being able to filter out distractive stimuli, which results in poor organisation a loss of attention, and increased procrastination. This is very common with people who have ADHD. Four types of procrastinators. One, the anxious procrastinator. Procrastination may be a coping mechanism for anxiety. People like this will normally overschedule themselves with more work than they can complete. Plus, they will certainly leave no time for fun activities. The unrealistic expectations they place upon themselves will cause further stress, anxiety and procrastination. 2. The fun procrastinator. Some people would rather do anything fun and exciting than start that project. There are so many distractions to be had that work will be viewed as boring as a result. Work can include anything outside what is perceived by the person as fun, such as housework, study, homework or work associated with a career. 3 plenty of time procrastinator. We have all been there. The project that seems like the deadline is a long way off or the one item on your to-do list we keep putting off. We know it makes more sense to get started than to keep putting it off but we can't seem to start. 4. Perfectionist Procrastinator. Perfectionism can be so debilitating that the perfectionist may feel such a sense of fear of failure that they cannot start anything. The idea of producing low work may be extremely overwhelming for them as they set such high and unrealistic standards for themselves. Perfectionists, procrastinators leave projects for so long that this gives them permission to do an adequate job. Their idea of an adequate job will probably be much higher than normal. Most people will probably not fit into only one of these categories. We may find we sometimes behave one way and then another, or we combine them. That's okay. Awareness of our behaviour is what we are after, so we can use the appropriate tools to help us. 11 ways to beat procrastination. 1. Awareness building. So getting to know what kind or kinds of procrastinator you are is the first step. What kind of habits and thoughts have you developed to help you, or not, over the years? Make sure you are setting realistic goals. I'll talk about that in a moment. You understand your strengths, weaknesses and know your priorities. If a project or task is not in line with your personal goals or priorities, then chances are you will work against yourself and procrastinate more. Awareness building is a key for any perfectionist procrastinator out there. Reviewing your last four to five projects will probably give you an idea of how your good enough work just as well as your perfect project. Two, seek help. As I've said, procrastination may be the result of or symptom of another condition. So please seek professional help. Three, get rid of catastrophizing. Most types of procrastinators will do this. They will make the project to be a bigger deal, tougher, more boring or more painful than it is in reality. No matter what the excuse is, it makes the task seem unbearable. Procrastination will add to your levels of stress when you think like this, so please keep things in perspective. You are better off brainstorming what exactly has to be done. Try and link in with a buddy or colleague when doing this for support. 4. Focus on your why. If you don't know your why for the task or project, you are more likely to work against yourself, as procrastinators tend to focus on more short-term gains, not doing the task, rather than on the long-term results or wins. Focusing on the why and the benefits of getting the task completed instead is better. This will also boost your self-esteem and lift your positive energy. 5. Be realistic Set yourself up for success by setting realistic timelines, tasks, etc. up in your schedule. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Make it easier on yourself by working with your natural rhythms also. So if you're a morning person, maybe it's better to get the most difficult tasks done then rather than leaving it until you are tired later. Setting up your own earlier deadline for projects and tasks has been shown to increase productivity. It helps those with the there's plenty of time procrastination type. Making a public commitment to this new deadline, using your buddy system for this, increases the likelihood of success more. Six, be honest with yourself. Are using excuses? I need to be in the mood. I work better under pressure, etc. You have to stop these thought patterns now. Yes, it would be lovely to get in the mood to start a project, but we have to be realistic too. Just like tackling any other negative thought patterns, it's time to start with these ones also. You can find more about how to do this in a blog and a video I've already talked about negative self-talk before seven get a partner buddy colleague or coach to help you need to find someone you trust to hold you accountable you need to be able to connect several times a week to review your tasks goals for that week and hold you accountable get them on board to help you figure out what went wrong if anything and they can help you correct it they may notice something about your work style you haven't noticed again awareness of a problem keeping on track and a support system can be established all in one. 8. Optimize your environment. Your working environment can help or hinder you, so become aware of how it distracts or makes it easier for you to procrastinate is crucial. During scheduled time blocks for working, being distracted by social media, emails, etc., can be so easily overlooked. Set time aside for such things is better and put a do not disturb sign, etc., or place a hold on emails or lock your office door. Place your mobile phone out of sight and on silent. Think of ways in which you can reduce distracting clutter in your office or area you work the most. What else can you do to remove or reduce distractions that affect you? Nine, reward good behaviour. For all the hard work, we need rewards and treats. Establishing a reward and treat system to help you get the work done will be better than denying yourself something altogether. Scheduling in unscheduled time for fun, creative things to do will help you if you're a perfectionist, particularly those with the fun or anxiety procrastinator type. You will relax more as you'll see these things as part of your normal schedule while still getting your work done on time. And Forgive yourself. It is important to do this right now. The past is what it is and it's time to let yourself off the hook. Thinking that you are a loser, I should have or I could have, will only increase your procrastination. You are better off looking at what fear, stress, etc. are your driving factors behind your procrastination. This has been proactive and allows you to take back your power. Understanding your obstacles will aid your recovery and allow you to put in place strategies for the future. 11. Drop the perfectionism. Perfectionism can leave us with an all or nothing mentality. So perfectionists will wait until everything is perfect before proceeding. Or if it's not perfect, it can't be finished. Good enough is certainly not acceptable. In order to turn this around, we have to learn that being better at something is acceptable. This allows room for us to strive for excellence and setting ourselves up for wins as the focus now shifts to getting the job done. With all of the above, we do need to put in place a good time management system. Time management is the key. There is no hard and fast rule about how to do time management systems, as it does depend on what suits your personality. Time blocking, power hours, or chunking might work for some. But for others, it might be tackling perceived harder tasks in the morning if you're a morning person or having unstructured time slots that are more flexible and have necessary activities only allotted at specific times, etc. Or more ideas on time management systems, I do have a blog on that and there's a link to it in the original blog, which I will leave linked in the description below. Whatever you choose, you will need a calendar. Get your calendar out, whether online or on paper, and you will need somewhere you can schedule your tasks, projects, meetings, etc. A timer can also work well here. So you can allot times for distance. Different tasks and move on at the end of the allotted time. Brain dump projects down into smaller tasks. This is a very practical way to allot your times and keep procrastination at bay. Set due dates for small tasks and allocate specific times in your calendar. Lists like this can also be used to keep you away from your distractions as you can use a five to ten minute task to distract you and still be productive. Don't over schedule tasks each day. Allow for the top three Tasks or priorities a day maximum. Balance things in your life. Don't forget to allot time to fun, creative tasks, time for family and friends, too, as well as rewards and treats. Research is now showing that finding the right life work balance is the key to being more proactive. Weekly reviews are essential. Take time to review your week and check in with your support team. Make sure you add a review checklist to your weekly calendar. To include the following headers, a list of tasks, the due date, what tasks were not completed and why not, how can I fix this and action plans for next week. Plan ahead for slips. Remember you were trying to change your current habit. So you will have slips and relapses. Allow for this. Plan time in. Forgive yourself and move on. Don't get caught up in dwelling on failure. Instead, look back on your why. Touch base with your team of supporters. And remind yourself of how much you've achieved. You need to have patience with yourself. Give yourself time. Your ability to procrastinate didn't build up overnight. The corrective measures to counter it won't either work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support, then schedule an appointment with me. You can do so through the link in the original blog. There are many links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post. I'll place a link to this in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.debrabrownpsychologieservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on social media at DB Psychology or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week.